0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm sorry, it's like like Christmas came early. It
1: really is. You are so distracted, you're in like your chicken strip wonderland right now.
0: For me right now, this is kind of like when I was, I think I was uh, 12 and I got the uh, G.I. Joe Night Raven. Um, big, huge ship, uh, like, jet for Christmas. That's kind of what this was like today. When Lou stopped by with a, an, an entire cooler full of chicken it's strips. It's a cooler.
1: It's a legitimately huge cooler full
0: of chicken it strips. It smells lovely in here. This is the smell of Christmas to me. It's chicken strips and I'm sorry I'm having a little trouble focusing right you now. You
1: are. You are. Greg is like we have the chicken strips in here. All right, we'll, we'll go into okay. it in a second Let's order, and then we'll talk about it.
0: Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio network and then available via podcast all over the internets wherever podcasts can be Listen fun. to
1: that focus that you have with those chicken strips right close to you. And
0: thank you so much for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Of course, you know, it is the holiday season. I do want to remind everyone that if you're going to be doing any shopping online and you're going through Amazon, Make sure you go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. And then click on the Amazon link. Yep. Just right click. at the top of the page. Click we keep that. it
1: there just so it's easy for you.
0: Exactly. Just click on the Amazon link. That's it. That's all you got to do. And uh, then you are golden and it helps us out. And uh, you get uh, all the stuff that you wanted to buy. So anyway, there's that. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. So I think, I guess I should explain the we chicken We should go back strip to thing. the chicken
1: strips. Well, first of all, thank you so much to Lou. Also, congratulations to Lou. He's a newly married Lou. But he is uh, an amazing guy. And he had written to us, and he's like, hey, I'm going to be coming through town, and I just so happen to be a courier for the most amazing chicken strips in the entire world. Yes.
0: And so and this is
1: the best email Greg has ever seen.
0: It is. And so he stopped by today, and he brought not only some already cooked chicken strips, but a whole bunch of frozen chicken strips that I'm going to take home and then hoard in my freezer. Yeah, so not only
1: did Lou bring the chicken, which Greg is already actually asking me if he can use some of my freezer space. To I use some of that. the chicken strips. I did.
0: I wanted to make I'm sure. I'm going to charge like
1: share. a. Between me being your personal chauffeur since your accident, which I know we're going to give an update on that. Yes. And me letting you use your fruit. I'm a goddamn awesome person. Yeah, no, I'm
0: saying you're doing okay. Yeah, you're doing. Oh, good. I
1: am gonna throw <laughs> chicken strips at you. So, he, so Lou not only brought the frozen ones, he also pre-prepared, he cooked some for yes. us and brought them in this tin, which is sitting in here, making our studio smell amazing.
0: It smells like wonderful chicken strips. And in this Greg,
1: when you see him eat a chicken strip, it's like nothing else. It's like it's it's more in depth than like peanut butter or peanut M Ms. It's more in depth than shame chips. Yeah. Chicken strips have, like, a whole other meaning. They've got power over me. It doesn't matter how big they are. Like, he will pull... Like, it's not like little bites. He'll just kind of shove it in like a chicken slot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> My is. mouth is not a chicken it slot. It is like you
1: don't like work around. You just completely like directly stick it straight into your mouth and just eat it the entire way. Well, it's
0: the most efficient way to do it. Sure, it is. You know, you got to stick it straight in, and then that way you can you know get the, the maximum amount of, of chicken strip in your mouth at the same time. Yes, you always it's, have to go maximum chicken strip. You have to get the most in as sure. possible. So it it is awesome. I want to say a big thank you to Lou. I I do want to apologize. So uh, Lou's a listener of Fun Employment Radio, and he he stopped by like we said just before the show. I want to apologize because I did not not realize this was happening while he was here, but apparently my fly was down. Duh. So, <laughs> I mean, really, if you meet me in person, you should expect nothing less than that. It wasn't on purpose, uh, but I did realize after he left that uh, I, I was walking around with with my fly down so I probably seemed a little oh, bit odd and on top of, of that how jumpy strips. up and down I was over the chicken strips being here it probably seemed a little I bit loved. odd so I want to apologize to Lou and this
1: is all being overshadowed by Greg's obsession with chicken strips that Lou also brought me some uh, macaroni and cheese some big pans of frozen mac and cheese which yes. I am so excited because I have a couple parties I'm going to go to and that way I can make these this really fancy macaroni and cheese and be like look
0: oh you're going to try to pass it off that you made it
1: I brought this it's homemade you
0: slaved it th- no nobody
1: money. would want they would all prefer that I had some no
0: one's going to believe that you made it. Well,
1: nobody would eat anything that I made, probably. Well,
0: that's, that's in all fairness. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. So now you will have something, though, to look cool. And I'll have chicken strips, although I'm going to parse. You're not your...
1: going to share your chicken strips. <sighs>
0: I'll share some of the chicken strips. All right, let
1: me tell you this because we're going to a holiday party this weekend and uh, I was telling Greg, I'm like, all right, Greg, you should totally – I'm like, look, I'm going to bring some of the macaroni and cheese. You can bring some of the chicken strips and then we'll like totally look like we're awesome and actually contributing to something for once. And Greg actually – he was like, mm, I don't know <laughs> if I should bring strips. You're not supposed to say strips. that. He was actually like trying to hoard – the chicken strips. And then he finally went through them and there's like, you know, there are like a hundred of them and there he's finally like I guess we could maybe bring a few. A couple <laughs> of them. God, Greg.
0: Well, you know, I mean we'll share we'll share. It'll be fair that I'll i I'll send some chicken strips along, but I just don't want to say exactly how many there are. So that way it just seems like I'm I'm giving out, you know, like fifty percent of my chicken strips. It's not gonna be fifty percent. But, you know, that way I'm bringing you some You will not get 50% of your chicken strips. Yeah, but it's Don't gonna... you dare lie. It would appear that way, except for the Don't fact that your you're ruining lies. it right now. Uh-huh. So, anyway, big thank you to Lou. Apologize for the pants being uh, unzipped. A jar. A <laughs> jar. <But, laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> hope I didn't scare you. For... Oh, he did seem to get out of here really quick. He's like, well, I'm going to... I'm well, it was to a guys. busy
1: man. Maybe it was, in fact, the the zipper. I didn't see it until we were bringing all of the, like, we have all this, like, wrapping and stuff, so we were bringing it to the garbage, and I looked at Greg, I'm like, your fly is down. Yeah,
0: yeah, so I think it's been down for a while. Where
1: all Hold have up. you gone today?
0: Uh, well, I haven't really <laughs> gone anywhere. All I've been doing is working at home, um, so, so we'll we'll get into a couple other things that are really cool here, too, that, uh, that have been dropped out, but... Uh, I want to say this. I, I have been doing something that's pretty cool this morning.
1: Oh, Greg, tell us more. Well, was it you while know, you were eating chicken strips?
0: No, it was not while I was eating. Actually, yes. Yes, it was. Part <laughs> of it was. So, you know, on Fun Employment Radio, if you're a first-time listener, we we tend to get um, some pretty awesome guests. I'm, I'm not going to lie. We have some very cool people that stop by the show. And one of the people that I, we've been trying to get on, it's not confirmed yet, so I'll just say that. One of the people that I really, really want to get on, because I'm, I'm a fan of him, and I'm also a huge fan of his episode on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's a legendary comedian, and his name's Sinbad. So, Sinbad is going to be here in town. Yes, the Sinbad is going to be here at Helium Comedy Club, I believe, tonight, tomorrow. God, if you and grew up Saturday. in the
1: 90s, you know Sinbad. Like, everything. 80s or 90s.
0: Yeah, yeah. 80s
1: or 90s. He was everywhere. I,
0: I tried, I did talk to my uh, my roommate who is in his early 20s today, and he was like, So, who's Sinbad? I'm like, Oh, oh you're young too young ben. for this. So, Sinbad um, is coming into town, and he was flying in today, and I just happened to, I was like, randomly, you know what? I'll just send him a message on Twitter. Might we'll as well. We'll see what happens, and we'll give it a shot. Just
1: just give it a chance. And so far— Because we never really do that. I mean, we do, like, if we—you know, if it's someone bigger coming into town, we're like, hey, might as well just try. Right,
0: give it a shot. Just see if
1: we can get on their beaten path while they're here.
0: Usually it doesn't work, but uh, <laughs> we have been talking back and forth with Simbad on Twitter. So hopefully it's going to work out to where he's going to be—he's going to be stopping by the studio tomorrow. Knock Fingers on wood. Crossed. Knock on wood. We've
1: tried. Greg's As Greg was putting it, he's like, we're—you know, we've made the effort. He knows. He knows who you are. He knows what we do. Yeah. Um, now we just have to wait and see if he
0: chooses to show up or not. Yep. Yep. We'll see. I mean, that uh, I think it's going to matter a, a scheduling thing. But uh, yeah, hopefully it happens. It was oh. kind of cool to be talking Greg back and was, forth to Sinbad.
1: W- Greg just liked to tell me like uh, every time Sinbad would write back, he'd be like, oh, Sinbad just wrote me. I'm like, yes, Greg. <laughs> I know you're on Twitter writing to Sinbad. And it was a public like, oh, what conversation. Should I, yeah. What should, I, what should I write back to Sinbad? I'm like, stop saying Sinbad. <laughs> stop it.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. I don't want to get myself too excited though because if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen. But uh it's it, I'm very excited. Yeah. I will say this if you've never seen the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I believe it's called like Dennis Reynolds and Erotic Life.
1: That episode is so goddamn funny. Sinbad
0: is in it and he plays an inmate. But he plays himself along with his buddy
1: Rob Thomas, the lead singer of Matchbox 20.
0: It's It is it's so It's hard to explain. funny. But it's it's really hilarious. Sinbad and Rob Thomas run the uh <laughs> run run the psychiatric facility that they're at they're the inmates that are running the other inmates and it's just it's one of the funniest things that I've, I've ever seen oh it's fantastic the Sinbad's house you see that that's my head shot in the wall right there okay. and the Sinbad's house Greg has been doing this for like you m- Sinbad's
1: bitch even it's, before we knew that Sinbad was coming to town Greg has been talking about this episode because this is his favorite episode it of, is of all time it is so good yeah
0: anyway I'm, enough about Sinbad we'll see if it happens tomorrow either way it's gonna be at Helium you should go see him yeah all right. Uh, now, uh, back to really quick, just a couple of uh, orders of business here that we should get to. Uh, I want to say thank you to all of our amazing listeners because you guys are fantastic. Just listening to this show is all we could ever ask for. So it's, we really, really appreciate it. And, um, you know, and then sometimes people drop off stuff for us. It's so, so cool. So Lou dropped off <laughs> chicken strip heaven for me.
1: Chicken strip heaven and macaroni and cheese he's, heaven for He's me. a
0: chicken strip angel.
1: He sure That's is. That's what I'm going to call him
0: from now on, Lou the Chicken Strip Angel. <laughs> he may not – I don't know if he wants me to call him that, but I am I have to. I'm sorry. He is my Chicken Strip Lou Angel. Lou the
1: Chicken Strip Angel. Okay.
0: So he dropped those off. And then uh, and then on top of that, also last night – so Geek in the City, one of the other fine shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network, they were uh, doing their live show last night and they were doing a uh, a commentary, a movie commentary to where you can watch the movie and sync it up with their commentary. Which is awesome. To Ernest Saves Christmas, which is – one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. So they were doing that last night, and a couple of other listeners stopped by and dropped off something for us. And that was Jessica and Tim. I haven't even opened this. Sarah, I don't know if you want to just go ahead and, oh, go ahead well, and open it. Oh, well, it's sitting
1: right here. This is awesome. So I was looking at the card.
0: Oh, Sinbad just wrote back really quick, and he just wrote cool at oh, front Radio Cool. Oh, boy. So sweet.
1: Oh my. So Sinbad just wrote back right now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so now all you can do is wait. You can't pester him anymore. Nope. Everything's what's done is done. You've laid out the road.
0: Yep. It'd probably be weird if I wrote back like, "Okay, great, I love you." Hashtag no,
1: brother. don't write anything back. And also, I've also you know pre-talked to Helium just like just in case. Okay, um, if he if he so desires, you know we'll we'll be okay. able to make an exception for Mister Bad. All right. At any time.
0: All right. Sounds good. I, okay. won't, I won't write back anymore.
1: Don't write back anymore. Okay. All right. So very much. So thank you so much, Jessica. So she dropped off this package for us with the most amazing artwork. It's a FER radio network uh, to the style of Paps Blue Ribbon, which, of course, is our favorite beer.
0: Oh, that's awesome. It's
1: amazing. So it says established in Portland 2009. And then our new, it says home of Sharky, Dr. Science, the super secret mystery guest, Thick Ass Judy, and so much more.
0: Oh, that's great. And it's so cool. We, we got to take a picture of that and yeah, post it. Yeah. And
1: she wrote an amazingly sweet note on the other side. All right, so let's see what's in here. Oh!
0: Are those peanut m and
1: It's your best day ever. Dude, writing to Sinbad on Twitter, getting free delicious chicken strips, Yeah, and now your own giant bag of peanut m
0: peanut m because that's the best kind of m M&M and that's ever invented. best
1: M&M's in the world. Oh,
0: I'm going into a tizzy. What's a tizzy? It's, what, that's what, you're right what, I'm, it's I'm what you're in right now. It's what you're in right now. That's what's happening. Like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to, like, faint or something. And
1: then this, I think, is for me... Great America apple pie. Oh, it's apple pie. What is it? Liquor? It's apple pie liquor.
0: Oh, that, that's apple like the moonshine. moonshine. Yeah. Great America apple pie moonshine. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Apple pie artificially naturally flavored with caramel color added malt specialty brewed and bottled in the foothills of Blue Ridge Mountains.
0: That's <gasps> cool.
1: Very that is cool. amazing. You know what you do
0: with that? Make yourself some uh, hot apple cider. With that that's thing. what I
1: think. Well, I'm going to be working on a painting tonight, so maybe I'm going to make myself a little bit of- heat it up a little.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have to speak like that when get you're doing some good it?
1: vitamin C. I don't think get you have a little to use cinnamon stick and put it in there. That'd be really awesome.
0: Okay, that's pretty all cool. right. Well, also
1: speaking of thank awesome, you so, so much, we ta- thank you so much. This is amazing, and I don't know if both of them are for both of us, but I'm claiming the malt liquor, and you can have the peanut M and M's. All right, also, um, so we were talking about Ernest and about Geek in the City last night. One uh, Mr. Aaron Duran, well, first of all, he got to do something that not very many people get to do, which let me tell you this really quick. Okay. So, of course, you know, since we all share the studio, we all, you know, we, we pass around the key card, so we make sure that it's dropped off for the certain shows and everything. So uh, yesterday I was at home, so we decided the time was going to be for Aaron to pick up the card for me and then drop it off for me. Mm-hmm. So when Aaron ended up dropping off the card, Aaron got to do something that not a lot of people get to do. He got to see the inside of my apartment for a minute. Oh, why? Because he really, because he made me feel bad. Because he really, really had to go to the bathroom. He's like, I have to pee. I that- have to pee so bad. And he was getting picked up, and I'm like, Go pee
0: outside. Go pee. And he's just like, Wow, look at that hospitality. I know. That's this why is I don't like it. People Sarah- say like,
1: Why? Do, why don't you like a pop in? That's why I don't like a pop in. Even though I was expecting Aaron, I'm like, I don't. I wasn't expecting anyone to see the inside of my apartment.
0: Go pee outside. That is the hospitality you can expect if you ever go visit. Sarah yeah. Dillon.
1: I seriously was trying to convince him to pee outside. I'm like, No, there are tons of alleys. I'm like, you are trying to make
0: your friend. <laughs> Go pee in an alley rather than rather than come into your apartment and just use the bathroom. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> but he is.
0: All right. So anyway, I was
1: trying to get him to pee in the alley and he's just like, no. He, shockingly,
0: <laughs> I bet he wasn't so fond of that idea.
1: He was like, and Go since- pee in the alley. All right. <laughs> so, so I was like – fine and it, my my apartment's messy I mean it isn't like dirty like no like dirty dishes and garbage but I mean they're, they're like my clothes everywhere there's my painting stuff everywhere they're like Christmas presents I bought that are just kind of like running clothes like things are askew in my heart yeah, if you listen
0: to this show you know Sarah. you so know is a this mess.
1: and so also um in my bathroom, like, that's where I've been dyeing my hair. And then I also was, like, I, I cut my hair the other day and I haven't quite picked up the hairs. Oh, shocking. It hasn't been
0: cleaned up there since you did Shut up. Okay.
1: And so, all you know, like, my hair dryer and, like, everything. So basically it basically
0: looks like a murder scene. It's got, like, dye. Probably there's some red in there somewhere. And then hair all over the place. Were you afraid he was going to see the body? No. Okay. No.
1: But anyway, so I love, because I love him. I do love Aaron very much. I did. I'm like, fine. You don't have to pee outside. You can come use that. That is
0: just generous, Sarah. That's the holiday spirit right there. I'm glad (laughs) that overcame you. You know, once a year, somebody gets to use her bathroom instead of peeing in the alley.
1: No.
0: All right. So, so Aaron came in and and he happened to see. Than the remnants of whatever happened in your yeah, background.
1: actually he didn't freak out when he saw the pieces of hair. I think he was in or, like he was in and out like you know because I'm like I'm very uncomfortable with this entire situation, and he was like I'm sorry I really have to pee. <laughs> and so Is this was- what was
0: being yelled up and down the hallway
1: <laughs> yes. as you're
0: going to your place? No wonder <laughs> your neighbors are are weirded out by you. <laughs> okay, it
1: doesn't matter anyway. So Aaron, that being said, so he's just like hey, but you know what? Yeah. He's like this will all be worthwhile because I left you and Greg Christmas presents in the studio, and lo and behold, get here today. And we have Christmas presents from Aaron.
0: Oh, and he said that we had to open them on air, and he said we
1: had to open them today.
0: Okay. Yes. All right. So, uh, should I open first? I've got sure. what looks like a scroll here. I'm not sure really what it is. It's wrapped up. Um, thank you, Aaron and Jen.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Aaron Whatever and the lovely Jen. Whatever is going to be in here.
0: I'm going to open it up and we shall see. What is it, Greg? What, what we're looking at? Camp, wait, well, let me see here. All right, it's a Campfire tube of some Carl. sort. Snag found near Timothy Lake on Mount Hood twice in one evening. Something through large boulders in the lake by the campsite, most likely claiming the spot as his campsite. It's remnants from a Sasquatch. Sasquatch threw this. It's twigs from a Sasquatch sighting. And there's hair on it. <gasps> what? DNA confirmed it's Campfire Carl from November 9th, 2013. What's Campfire Carl? I camp near Timothy Lake every year. Oh, I don't know. This is... This is from.
1: Campfire Carl the name of the? That's Bigfoot? the name of the Sasquatch. All right, wait. Let me see this, Greg. You're a little too flustered and you're no, a little too I'm chicken right now. No, I'm
0: saying. I just got it's Bigfoot hair. All so right, it's a, okay. Look I'll explain so what it is. I'm sorry. Tube. I was. I was. Okay. Yeah, it's a test tube, and there's a cork at the top, and then there's a <laughs> stick inside with what with a tuft of hair that's attached to the stick, and then the little thing that comes with it is explaining that it's from the site where Campfire Carl apper- apparently was making his camp. Campfire Carl. Oh my of God. course, being this is the Sasquatch. Like the
1: best present ever. So this is from the Sasquatch Trading Post. Campfire Carl DNA confirmed 11913. Yeah. Snike found near Timothy Lake on Mount Hood twice in one evening something through large boulders in the lake by the campsite most likely claiming the spot as his campsite.
0: This is awesome. Thank you this Aaron and Jen. This is the
1: greatest and this really is a What test is going of hair? on with
0: this day now? Oh my I've God. gotten chicken strips, there's peanut m ms There's apple liquor. And now and now now, there's, and now I've got Big a tough <laughs> a Bigfoot hair. Oh, boy.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, mine is a little differently shaped than yours. I don't think I have a tuft of Bigfoot hair. Mine says to Sarah from Aaron and the lovely Jen. Thank you, guys.
0: I'm going to turn that down while you're doing that.
1: <gasps> oh. My. God.
0: What is it? Please explain.
1: It's a Bigfoot binder. It's a, a Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Nope. Big. or Bigfoot. Oh, my God. You had Bigfoot it. It's a... Keep snapping at me. It's a meatloaf binder. It's a meatloaf notebook. To bat out of hell, my favorite meatloaf album of all time. It's a sketchbook looking it has the lyrics on the inside. Wow, oh, is that my made god, out of the, one of the
0: actual records?
1: That is made. This is the cover of the actual record to bat out of hell.
0: Oh, Holy okay, that's pretty crap. cool.
1: This is incredible.
0: That is pretty cool.
1: Oh god, the most thoughtful gifts ever.
0: Yeah, seriously, Erin and Jen, thank you so much. This is just this is just badass.
1: Greg, I can make a sketchbook, and then when I'm writing like my new poems or something.
0: Right, you can write them in your. I can bat write them in my
1: meatloaf, bat out of hell album cover. Oh, cover. Oh gosh, for crying out loud! No, it doesn't you mean know you have to sing I it. Love you. No, I
0: don't think you have to sing it. But- oh my
1: god. Okay, I'm going to have to write all kinds of new poems for this.
0: Yes, I think you're going to have to.
1: Aaron, you are just the most thoughtful thing in the world. Aaron and
0: Jen, thank you so much. You can
1: pee in my house a thousand times for that. (laughs) I'll even clean my bathroom next time. Wow, (laughs) look at that.
0: So he's going to plan out the peeing, though. He's got to tell you beforehand.
1: Yeah, you've got to let me know two days in advance.
0: Give you a heads up. Yeah. All right.
1: At least maybe a week in advance. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so wonderful. Very cool.
0: Thank you Okay, I'm kind of sitting
1: pretty over here, Greg. I mean, I might not have, you know.
0: Are you in a tizzy?
1: I don't think I'm in as much of a. Tizzy One of a, We as you. can't have two people. People in are speculating if Greg is juicing today. He's not juicing today. At least, if he did, it was before he got here.
0: No, what happened today is I got um, like a full five hours of sleep, which is a tremendous amount of sleep for me. And uh, then I woke up early and got a whole bunch of work done. And I talked to Simbad, and then everything's kind of kind of happening, cool, which makes me very nervous. But I'm very very excited right now. I'm I'm feeling good. Oh, I do want to actually one, – one thing I did want to do really quick before. I know we're going into another segment. Uh, I did want to give an update on something. Okay. And that is with my truck. So if you listen to this show, you know about three weeks ago now. It, yeah, Has actually. Has it been three weeks? Uh, well, it was almost, yeah. It was December 1st when I got into this. When I was driving home from one of my side jobs, I got hit by a – I was driving my truck. I got struck by a smart car, a rental smart car which ran a red light and slammed into the side of my truck. Um, I was worried the truck's going to be totaled. The guy lied and said that I ran a red light. What an asshole. And so just kind of trying to sum up and give like an idea of what's going on now. Like Sarah actually went with me. and We went around all the businesses around where this intersection was, tried to find security cams, no security cams on that, no witnesses. So um, I finally talked, spoke with the uh, insurance yesterday and with the adjuster. Essentially what it is, he's denying it. I'm denying it. That's kind of where it's at, which means that I'm going to be paying the deductible. They are fixing my truck. It's just under – the damage is just under the the point where they would total it. So it is going to be fixed. But because it's the holidays, it's probably going to be another three weeks until I have a vehicle back, hopefully. It will be sometime early in the new year. But it, right now, I mean, it will be well over – I'll be well over probably five weeks without a vehicle at the best. Okay at the best. So that's where it's at right now. It is being repaired. I don't have a lot of other options. So
1: that being said, Greg Nibbler. Yes. After all the, re- after all the repairs are done. So the insurance company has staked its claim. This is what's happening.
0: Well, for right, now. They're, for right now. They're fighting it. They're fighting it. But, you know, it is what it is. All right.
1: So the people do want to know when all is said and done, are we going to be releasing the name of the asshole who hit you?
0: Because
1: um, you don't have to. I would be more than happy to.
0: Well, I'm not going to say anything to that myself.
1: Okay. Uh, so it just so happens if I happen to look upon the police report that was, you know, that was there. And there I, was a police report, and filed, I and publicly they don't investigate
0: it, but there is a, like a, a yeah, there's some kind of report that was filed officially with the police department. So yes, that. So sh- if I
1: happen to have his legal name and perhaps the business that he works at. And perhaps maybe might have found um, some of his social networking pages and perhaps maybe a couple of his shitty YouTube videos where he tries to be um, uh, like a videographer where he takes like 11-second videos of him walking down a street and just taking pictures of his shoes. Like I'm, if I found something like that.
0: I'm just going to say, you know, that sounds like that's something public. I have no comment on that. It is that. a public record. I mean I've... that's how I found it. I have no comment, uh, but, um, you know, what you do with your public information that's out there publicly, It's really nothing uh, that I can control. hmm So I'll leave it Nobody at that. Nobody
1: can. We, it, the information superhighway is there for us all.
0: Yeah. Mm, man. Okay, yes. Uh,
1: anyway. All right. So Well, I have a brief uh, World of Crazy, but mine's an update as well.
0: Okay. Well, dr- bottom line, though, is... Uh, Again, physically, I'm okay from the accident. Thank you so much to everyone for all of the help and advice that you've been giving me. And someday, sounds like I might have a vehicle back.
1: I'm giving them the initials.
0: I have nothing to do with this.
1: Just let me know when I can actually... I have nothing nothing to do
0: with it. I, I have no comment. So I have nothing to do with this. Okay, I'll wait. I don't have a vehicle back in my hands yet. So. Okay,
1: when you get your vehicle back, then I will...
0: Let's say I'll feel a lot better about things when I have a vehicle back in my hands mm-hmm. and everything's said and
1: done. <laughs> People are saying Alex Trebek. <laughs> when they have the initials to work with. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my brief update in World of Crazy. Crazy. you are. I kid you not, Greg was staring at the chicken strips for a second there. All right, this is an update for a story we had um, probably about, oh, I'd say, like a month, a uh, month and a half ago. So, do you remember the story about this guy? Uh, his name's Jordan Exani. And he had planned this trip around the world for his girlfriend. And then she ended up dumping him. And so he had already pre bought uh, the tickets.
0: Like, yeah, The airplane is this, tickets. Uh, Canadian guy?
1: Yeah, the Canadian guy. His name's Jordan. Uh, and he had. She-
0: yeah, he had bought tickets for him and his girlfriend, his girlfriend or wife or something like it, that. His fiance, fiance, and then she ended
1: up leaving him.
0: And they hadn't gone on the trip, but and he they had hadn't the gone on the trip. But he
1: had the tickets in hand with this woman's specific name on them. Therefore, he couldn't get a refund and the only person that could take the tickets is somebody whose exact name who was a Canadian resident whose name was Elizabeth Gallagher.
0: Okay, yeah, so it had to be somebody with a Canadian passport with the exact same name mm-hmm. then they could use the ticket because he couldn't change the name. Yep, so he couldn't change yeah. the name.
1: He had already invested thousands of dollars on booking this trip around the world for this uh, girlfriend fiance who ended up leaving him. Right. And so he was left with this ticket. He's like, "Well, crap, I can't Why get Why would refund. you leave
0: him before you got to go on the world I don't trip?" No, she
1: chose poorly. So, uh, so since then, uh, Jordan Exani has been looking for an Elizabeth Gallagher to be able to gift the trip to. Now, he's not looking for anything. You know, he's not looking to get some or to get anything. You know, in exchange, he just wanted to give wanted someone somebody
0: to go with him. He wanted
1: someone to go with him and also give someone the opportunity to travel the world that might not have the chance to.
0: Very cool. And he wasn't looking for. E- not I remember this for another girlfriend or Yeah, he said along specifically like you don't have to do anything the trip is free just come with me and have fun. Mhm.
1: That's exactly That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, turns out he did in fact find someone. So, I guess everyone had to fill out all these different kinds of forms almost as if an application because there, you know, Elizabeth Gallagher is kind of a common name. Yeah. in Canada. So uh, they'd fill out all these things, and he ended up picking uh, one of the Elizabeth Gallaghers, and they are indeed going to go on a trip around the world. So this lucky Elizabeth Gallagher is a 23-year-old student from Nova Scotia. Uh, so she's a seasonal Coast Guard rescuer, also a homeless shelter volunteer. Okay. She's a, she seems like an all-around, like, like really good person. Uh, so she's going to forego actually spending the holidays with her family this year for her once-in-a-lifetime adventure to travel all around the world in Europe. To be able to explore because of her name matching the name on the ticket.
0: Wow! Yeah, because it was all around the world, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It so was this like all Europe started. And so then I'll give you a little backstory. So this all
1: started when Jordan Exani booked a holiday trip around the world with his ex-girlfriend Elizabeth Gallagher. After they broke up, he was stuck with the plane ticket. It was going to be a huge inconvenience to change the name on the ticket, plus a financial inconvenience as well, because he'd have to you know, be charged for it. So instead of letting it go to waste, he took to the internet to find another Canadian woman named Elizabeth Alexander or Gallagher to take her place. So he posted it on Reddit, of course, the front page of the Internet. Uh, He said he was looking for a potential travel mate who was sane, smart, spontaneous, had a desire to travel, and, of course, had the same name as his ex-girlfriend. So Elizabeth Gallagher, who actually usually goes by her name Quinn, was immediately inundated with emails from friends and family, because this is huge news in Canada, uh, pushing for her to apply. Uh, She said, I I thought this was a crazy opportunity. Even if I didn't get picked, I felt like I had to try. After he shuffled through countless emails and social media posts, he ended up selecting this opportunity. Elizabeth Gallagher, who is impressed by her questionnaire. They talked for hours on a Skype meeting, and uh, he said he picked her because she has a real thirst to, uh, to see the world. She has this East Coast wonderful personality and is a good-hearted person. Now, Greg, you might think this might have romance written in the stars all over it. Yeah, I would think so. But alas, Elizabeth Gallagher has a long-term boyfriend <laughs> who Ooh. says he's quote, very supportive of this. You know? Oh, that would
0: suck. Yeah, go on said, a trip around the world with this guy, says- just the two of you.
1: Chelsea said that he's, quote, a little jealous that I'm going on a trip with a guy and a trip that he would also love to go on.
0: <laughs> that sucks. I don't
1: know. What would you think if your girlfriend had the same name as somebody, like if you had a girlfriend
0: mm-hmm. and yeah, there's that's, the that's, same. We're in land of pretend. All right. <laughs>
1: And she had the same name as somebody, as a single guy who said they'd trip around the world. Oh,
0: would boy. you let
1: your girlfriend go on, like, a two-week trip around the world? I mean,
0: obviously, I have no control over it, really, if, if she wanted to. I would imagine the question would be, are you okay with it or not? Do we stay together or are we breaking up? Because I couldn't blame the person for taking that trip. I mean, I how could you? Uh... Yeah, I mean, as long as the, I felt they were safe, number one. And then, uh, oh man, that, yes, yes, she would go. But either way, it would suck. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd wait until the end of the trip and be like, "All right, so do I still oh, have Carrie's one?" Or not?
1: Like, would you let her?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, there's no choice in that matter. Yeah, it's not like I would have control over that. But <laughs> that's true. But uh, yeah, yeah, not, not the, of the a... type of relationship I want to be in where. I can tell somebody yes or no but no whether would i be okay with it I, uh, I guess you'd have to be yeah that's true
1: because each person is their own individual and they can make their own decisions and all you can well, do is well that's what i mean i'm not it. saying
0: <laughs> yes but you can still not like something that doesn't mean you have to like it but
1: wow all of a sudden happy chicken strip m&m greg is <laughs> getting angry come on <laughs> All right, so there you go. So this is Elizabeth Gallagher, a volunteer at homeless shelters all around. Nice chick. And pretty good looking, I must say. So her boyfriend must be extra not stoked that she's getting all this publicity and going around the world with another guy. Yeah. So there you have it. There's a Canadian world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, speaking of Canada, I fell down an internet wormhole last night after watching, um, I don't know if it's a Lifetime movie, but it seemed very Lifetimey of a movie. Okay. I got sucked into this movie on Netflix last night.
0: All right. Which
1: was kind of amazing. It was called Perfect Sisters. And it was the story about this. It was based on a true story, which made me feel it was kind of lifetimey. Okay. And it was uh, based on a true story about these two Canadian sisters who plotted to like murder their mother. Okay. And it was really fascinating, so much so that I ended up staying up late. I was trying to go to bed early, and I um, and I ended up trying to research and find out who these girls were. It's fascinating, Greg. Uh,
0: yeah, fascinating like the rest of your lifetime movies. This no, is... this
1: one's good. It just came out in 2014. It has uh, Mira, what, what's her name, Mira Sorvino?
0: Yeah? Yeah, okay, she yeah, plays the she mother. Okay.
1: Yeah, the alcohol, like the super drunken alcoholic mother who moves her daughters around from and place to it's based to place. on a true story. It's based on a true story. Okay. And it's I can give you a little synopsis if you want.
0: So the sisters. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's do uh, let's do one of our patented Sarah X Dylan movie uh, recaps. Okay.
1: Because I don't know if it's a Lifetime movie. It's brand new, and I I kind of liked it. It was pretty okay, good. Okay. So
0: here's the way this works. Mm-hmm. So Let me pull up some music here for it, and don't don't start. You can do this in two minutes, right? You you'll be able to sum it up. Oh, sure. Okay. I'll give you a time. I can't
1: remember any of their names, so it's going to be sisters. I'm just going to call them sisters
0: in the movie. Okay. Let me find some music. Okay. All right. So, Sarah, you're prepared? You're I ready sure to go? am.
1: I sure got am. Got music?
0: Anything people need to know before we start?
1: Um, this is based on a true story.
0: Okay, it's based on a true in story. In Canada. S- true story. Perfect sisters. Two sisters murdered their mom mm-hmm. in Canada. All based on that. Okay, you have two minutes. Okay. I'm going to give you to go. I'm going to give you a countdown. Three, two, one. Go.
1: All right. Perfect Sisters is a movie that's just released on Netflix in two thousand fourteen. However, it's based on a true crime that happened in Canada in two thousand three, where two sisters who were kind of tired of their alcoholic mother shuffling from place to place and you know uprooting them and not being able to pay for rent and then she would not drink and then be drinking and then like get like abusive boyfriends and stuff. So they were getting really tired of the way that their lives were shaping up because their mother couldn't get their shit together her her shit together. So basically they wanted her mother their mother to be something that she wasn't. They had like these dreams of her You know, being a nice mother. Turns out she ends up moving her abusive boyfriend in, who tries to like molest one of the sisters. Both of the sisters are done with it at this point. They start fast, uh, like fantasizing about what it would be like if they actually killed their mother. And this again is a true story, mind you. So they try to think of the best way. They kind of form this like murder club at school where um, they recruit two of their friends and they all sit there and systematically go through what the best way to get away with it would be in order to kill their mother. Come uh, to terms with the fact that they need to give her some like strong dose uh, Tylenol, like some Tylenol. PM and mix it in with some of her booze that she always drinks and then drown her in the bathtub and drown her in the bathtub they do little uh, do they know though that their friends are going to turn against them because their friends weren't actually taking their murder club serious so when the, the sisters actually did end up murdering their uh, drunken mother you know the friends were kind of accomplices at that point however the sisters got away with it for two for about a full year before it actually came into fruition that uh, because they would actually get drunk at parties and tell everybody who would listen to them that, they, that they killed their mother so so uh, one time one of the girls was talking to a family friend and she told him the, she told the wrong person because he was wearing a wire. Turns out uh, he gave that the, to the police. The girls were sentenced to ten years in federal prison. However, they were both released after three or four years since they were minors at the time that it happened. Now they're actually um, now they're back in society. I, at the very end of the movie, it says that they're actually both in university right now and they're living their lives and uh, they got away with it with uh, little punishment.
0: There we go. That was the story.
1: But let me tell you. All right. So oh, just, wait a minute. No, past the no, two this minutes. is not. You I'm had not, two minutes. No, let me. No, no, no. I just want to tell you. We'll never
0: know what happened. Shut
1: up. No, <laughs> so let me tell you. So I was fascinated by the story because these girls, they aren't monsters, but they're but it's a horrible story. Like they really murdered their mother, and so it was. So this movie's based on a book called. Um, well, it's two books. One because they were called the Bathtub Killers. The girls were in Canada because this was a big. Um, this is a big case in 2003. You know, a lot of
0: people probably don't know that you. No, the actual term isn't Canadia. You you say that so much now.
1: I've read it on the internet. <laughs> so, um, so this is based on like the, the, the bathtub. Ki- they're called the bathtub killers. And so, what's fascinating about this is that since they were both minors, I've I spent an hour and a half trying to research this last night. I swear to God. So, since they're both minors, they are federally protected to uh, have their their privacy kept forever. Wait, so,
0: because they were minors when the because they were minors when happened?
1: it happened, uh, since uh, since they were minors in the crime, for some Canadian law, they are, you are never allowed to ever um, like identify them. Like okay. their identities are still unknown to this day. They're in society. They're um, they're both in. They're both going to university. Like they're both like doing things with their lives. However, all of their names have been changed, and it's a federally punishable crime to actually publish what their real names actually are. Wow. Which is fascinating. So, of course, me, I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. It's 1130 at night. Why don't I spend the next hour trying to find out who the real Sandra and um, the other girls, let's see, uh, Sandra and Elizabeth Anderson are. So I did for an hour. I was actually going through. But you
0: know that that's a federal crime. You're not supposed to do that. Although it's a Canadian federal crime, so it doesn't really count.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then there's another book. Yep. Uh, how, the Class Project, How to Kill a Mother. Wow. Yeah. It's it's messed up.
0: Perfect Sisters.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's Perfect Sisters, and it's the true story of these two Canadian sisters who murdered their mother in cold blood, then laughed about it, talked about it at parties for a year before finally getting caught. Caught for it.
0: Okay. Yeah, but you can't know their identity. But because you it can is a Canadian. But
1: you will never know their identities. Nor the. So also, what I did. This makes me sound totally crazy, but I don't care. So I'm like, well, you can't know their identity. But if the mother died, and I know what province she was in, and I know what day and what year it was. Wait,
0: why do you care who the what I the real don't names are?
1: No, I don't know. So I went through. I kid you not, Canadian obituaries last night, trying to find a woman who fit the description. Of the late of the mother who was murdered to try and find her real last name, so I I could therefore like try and figure out exactly um, what the daughters' names were.
0: And this is what Aaron interrupted your night for when he had to go in and use your bathroom.
1: No, that was before that. Okay. And then all I was right. like, all right, perfect sister's time. Okay. Then I'm going to look. At, and you know what? No, don't spend your time looking at obituaries before you go to bed because it's just depressing. Well, you're, that you're, would you're looking be common at people's, sense. like, ages and then the way they go. I'm like, oh, this is not. And then I had, <laughs> what do you know, horrible dreams last night.
0: Okay. All right. Well, there we go.
1: So, Greg, if you can figure out who it is, I would be eternally grateful.
0: No, I'm not going to violate uh, Canadian, you know, Canadian Law? Bird Law, or yeah. It's from, from Canadian
1: it's Bird Law? Is that's an that it, really Always is? Sunny
0: reference. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <no. laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah. Now that's two minutes that uh, I don't have to waste two hours watching that movie. I now know exactly what happened. So thank you very much. I, I thought it was that. pretty good. I thought it was a very pretty good. decent movie. Very good.
1: As far as uh, those kind of movies go.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, uh, here's what I've got. I- I'm going to give you a choice. I can either do a little bit of ball talk or I can do... Some very exciting breaking news that has happened. Okay. Some something that may change my life and what I do for a living. It may may it's offering what, me what you do opportunity. for a living. Well, it's offering me an opportunity. Sarah, what do you mean? This is affecting to, me too. I may not be able to pass up this opportunity. I don't know yet. I'm still in the decision phase. So we can either do that or ball talk. Which one would you you prefer?
1: I guess I want the life changing opportunity.
0: Okay. All right. Well, then it's a little bit of a something that we call a squash watch. <laughs> I do think there's a squatch in these words. Squatch! Squatch! All right. Breaking news. Breaking news. This has been posted to me several times on my Facebook page, and it comes from Idaho State University, where right now the chairman of the Department of Biological Sciences at Idaho State University... Has announced this. They're going to be offering an experimental class titled The Relict Hominoid Inquiry.
1: The what-a, what-a, what-a?
0: The Relict Hominoid Inquiry. So what it is, it's Are those a study. words supposed
1: to mean? Yeah, I want to know. What does that mean? What,
0: <laughs> <laughs> clearly you won't be enrolling in this class. What it is. It's a class that's going to address scientific theories on Bigfoot alongside other links in the human evolutionary chain. They're working to prove the idea that Bigfoot actually exists. Although the the, uh, professor himself is going to be running the the class called Jeff Meldrum. He said it's not a course about Bigfoot, but it is a course about Bigfoot. He's just saying that to try to keep away from people from being all uh, all weird Like all the people
1: who don't, the non-believers, if you will?
0: It, this is essentially <laughs> a class on Bigfoot about how to go about um, fi- finding and discovering the truth. Wow! And, that's what we're at. and
1: then you could also make your own little test tubes like that.
0: Yes, yes, indeed. We can make it uh, you, well, with yeah, your own Sasquatch hair once you've
1: been educated about it. Absolutely. A little
0: bit more. So there it is, Sarah. I'm going to be in debate about this. It's the upcoming semester of whether or not to take the Idaho State University the Relict Hominoid Inquiry class. No word on if you can do it online. If you can do it online. Maybe, maybe you can be
1: can. an online professor. You never know.
0: Otherwise, we might have to move to Idaho State. Okay. So. Oh, okay. That's going to happen. All right. There we go. Yeah. That is Squatch Watch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods.
1: Squatch! Squatch! Yes, indeed. Oh, boy. All
0: right. So I'll have the rest of the other, the other stories uh, for tomorrow. Okay, cool. For tomorrow, I will have those for you. Um, you know what, Sarah, though? Hmm. It is the holiday season. It, it is. I'm going to do
1: my holiday shopping today. I, I've put it off until today. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. I
0: haven't done it yet. I usually mm. do it um, – I usually do it – let's see. Christmas Eve is the
1: 24th. Yeah. So that's next Tuesday – Wednesday.
0: Yeah. It will probably be the 23rd to 24th. Okay. That's when I'll be doing it. All right. Good. Uh, so – but where do you go for your holiday uh, Well, you know where I'm going to go.
1: This is I, – I am actually going to go today. So if you see me, say hi. I'm going to be wandering um, – Up Hawthorne. I'm going to be, because that's my favorite area to shop in. And more uh, more importantly, my favorite store that I always buy things. I've always talked about this at Christmas time is when I go to Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. Yes, indeed. Asylum. So they have these amazing, um, I was looking at these. Last time I was in them, have these amazing um, like cutlery sets, like this big, this giant like fork and this giant knife. That's like I don't know, I don't know anything about cooking, but they're very fancy and shiny, and I'm totally gonna get that for my brother in law for Christmas. <laughs> okay, they have all these funky looking like awesome presents that are clearly. You know, one of a kind.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because
1: anyone could go to any department store and buy like a tie for someone. Or else you can get like a truly unique gift, which is is what I'm going to be doing. And that
0: is what you get at a sign. And I'm going to
1: be doing it today, yes. Today's my Christmas shopping day. I have my Christmas radio station on my headphones. I'm going to wander up there, get some coffee.
0: Excellent. It's a perfect place to go because that is where I will be getting mine too. And the reason I I like that I can go in there like basically the day before Christmas Eve and buy all my presents is because they have awesome stuff there. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it really easy for me to be...
1: To be as lazy as you are? To be
0: as lazy and then I end up looking awesome because I have amazing Mm presence. So Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. Of course, a wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment Radio and Geek in the City. And they are a local business that you can support. They are awesome. Yeah.
1: Oh, and if you stop in there too, we have Rabinis uh, on sale if you want to get one for your special someone.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. I know indeed. because I just
1: saw them when I was in there the Ooh.
0: other day. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You can, you can of course, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. Thank you so much for tuning into Fun Employment Radio wherever and however you listen. Yes. Possibly indeed. on the show tomorrow. <laughs> Sinbad. Possibly. We don't know. But either way. But it's
1: just fun to say at least there's a possibility that Sinbad might be on the show.
0: And if, if we don't have him on tomorrow, that may be how I end every show then. And tomorrow, possibly Sinbad. I think that's how I'm gonna do I it think from that's now on.
1: that should be your new shtick.
0: Yep. So maybe tomorrow it'll happen though, and that won't be be uh, necessary. Alright, <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And we will be back tomorrow with of course some more Fun Employment Radio.com bye you guys.